Jingle bells, jingle bells, and jingle all the way. Hey, hey, it is too cool to rap and ride in that VA reindeer sleigh. Jingle bells, jingle bells, and jingle all the way. Hey, hey, it is too cool to rap and ride in that VA reindeer sleigh. Jingle bells, jingle bells. I said jingle, 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 jingle bells. Jingle bells, jingle bells. I said jingle, 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 jingle bells. Welcome back to the Advent Calendar House, the official holiday podcast for people who remember Jingle Bell Rap from 1991. Both of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of place freak Santa Claus who's still human in a world full of talking dogs, Mike Westfall. And joining me is the reason I know this exists. It's Chad Young. Hey, Chad. Ho, ho, yo. <laughs> How you doing, Mike? Good talking to you again. Doing all right. This is this is one you recommended. I have never heard of this before and watched it by request for this show. Mm-hmm. And I took one look at the thumbnail image of this and was expecting it to be hot garbage. But I'm happy to say I was pleasantly surprised. This is... A sweet little special, and kind of a shame it's a one-off story, but h- how did you find this? Okay, so I think I actually told this story on the American Rabbit episode, or uh, another episode, but uh, it's, a, it's, it's a little, you know, fun story. I was driving down to Syracuse uh, for a horror film fest uh, about four, five, yeah, five or, yeah, four or five years ago. And I, you know, I needed to get out and stretch my feet so, or stretch my legs. And I stopped at a little, uh, like, local thrift store. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking around, looking at VHS. I'm like, all right, eh, nothing here. And then all of a sudden I see a tape that says Jingle Bell Rap in very bright, you know, 90s, you know, early 90s colors. <laughs> and I had never heard of it. So I was just like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. But I don't know if I want to waste the dollar on it. So... From then on, it kind of bothered me, and I started kind of eating inside of me, eating at me, and I was just like, should have picked that tape up. I can't find any information <laughs> on this, so I, I I know it's it's got to be, you know, obscure for a reason, and, you know, from then on, I always remembered the cover, and I remembered the uh, design and the name, uh, but I had never seen it until today. Oh, you waited until today to watch it again. I, you know what? I, honestly, and this is a little peek behind the curtain. It's just a ritual of mine. I like to watch the movies the day that I podcast, so I'm still fresh. Hey, that's a great way to go about it. Yeah. So. <laughs> so here's the bit of background I found about this. Jingle Bell Rap aired in syndication in November 1991. It was produced by a company called Perennial Pictures, who also put out a bunch of other holiday specials I've never seen or heard of, unfortunately, including Mm -hmm. A Very Mirthworm Christmas. What? (laughs) They have a series of these specials starring mirthworms. They're they're just, they look like worms, but not earthworms, but mirthworms. Mirthworms. They sound like a greeting card thing that they tried to, because this, I mean, that was around... (sighs) The time that the Care Bears really took off. So this company mm-hmm. sounds exactly like the sort of company that's going to try and grab on to something like try and create something like the Care Bears that they hope will take off. And then nothing seems to have ever taken off for them, unfortunately. But we have the Aliens First Christmas. Okay. Aliens First Christmas, which sadly doesn't appear to be about xenomorphs. Oh, I know. Don't. 
And then a bunch named after song titles like Rankin Bass, including Up on the Housetop, Oh Christmas Tree, We Wish You a Merry Christmas, Jolly Old St. Nicholas, and Deck the Halls. We might have to revisit this company in later seasons. I think so. so. I think so. Shoot. But it definitely Gosh, looks, I mean. Yeah. It definitely looks like they wanted to either ride on the Care Bears and other greeting card like mascots coattails and it also mm-hmm. looks like they wanted to pick up where Rankin Bass left off because I know Rankin Bass stopped making Christmas specials after 1985's The Life and Adventures of Santa Claus and then they focused its energy solely on the likes of Thundercats and mm-hmm. additional Thundercat-like cartoons. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, these other specials went completely under my radar. Yeah, I I don't remember any of these. I feel like these are the kind of things, um, and to kind of make a... I, I feel like um, these are the kind of tapes that you would see when you go uh, out with your parents and they have to go to like um, a Lowe's or Home Depot and they just happen to have some random tapes for some reason. Some I don't know if... Band of DVDs. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like these were the bottom of the barrel, the the bar, the most bargain bin you can find. Because I, I, I mean, as 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 terrible, uh, I'll save my feelings on it. But you know what you're saying is true. It kind of looks like they're trying to kind of create new characters. You know, some new licenses and you know some new marketing and merchandising characters that they could probably make their own. And it just didn't take off. And you know, they, 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 these characters look so early 90s and, you know, they look like characters you could see on like a cereal box or, you know, like a stuffed animal or, uh, you know, a coloring book or, you know, like maybe I was going to say a McDonald's Happy Meal, but probably, you know, maybe Hardee's or Roy Rogers. There you go. Wow, Roy <laughs> Rogers. Know? I haven't had Roy Rogers in a long mm. time. Dude, long I, time. I, the chicken is just unbelievable yeah oh delicious oh my gosh it tastes like remember it it's been that long mike it tastes like a it it tastes like a picnic a a community picnic Mm. in the early 90s during summer like this is the kind of fried chicken Mm. that would be uh that uh they'd have on the table oh oh man oh my gosh someday yeah yeah you know what they they, yeah, you, you. I know that they're probably. Uh, yeah, I think they're in Maryland. I know that they're low, like their headquarters are in Maryland. I know I'm there's a, one in Pennsylvania around Allentown. So next time I'm yes. headed up that way for any reason, I'll have you to know. Check it I out. think I think that uh, that was discussed on this. I don't know if you've heard of this podcast. It's called TPIF. I believe you're right. I, I, I don't, I, geez, I hear that, you know, uh, they, geez, I hear that they don't even stay on topic on that show. Yeah, Bunch well, of, neither do we, so. Yeah, no, We're that's talking true. about Roy Rogers in Allentown and another podcast. Mm, so. Surprise, it's another episode of the Advent Calendar. <laughs> <laughs> well, Perennial Pictures still has a website. It doesn't look like it's been updated in maybe <laughs> 10 years, but... Are you serious? It's out there. It's just perennialpictures.com, I believe. 
Now, when you say it's out there, is is that the description, or are you just being... No, there is a Perennial Pictures website, perennialpictures.com. It just is very dusty. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, there it is. <gasps> wait a minute. Oh. I Wait a minute. Hold on. Time out. Time out. What did you discover? They did the little, uh, those, those critters. Like that book of, like, the critters? Oh, yeah. No, they didn't do the book. Um, they did... One short about one of the little critter books by Mercer Mayer, Just Me and My Dad. And they somehow stretched that out to 30 minutes. Maybe they, like, did a bunch of those books and made them all one big special. Oh, my good! You know what? I didn't even know that there was a uh, cartoon for those. Neither did I. Wow. So this might that. be the biggest thing they've done. You know what? Yeah, looking at their uh, – because on their website, they actually list all their uh, specials. and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gosh, it looks like they that was their big um like uh that was their big coup, I guess. So wow, you know, there are a lot witches and stitches. Handy cat in business as usual. There's a lot of like uh stuff going on here. Yeah, it looks like, like that handy cat was on an episode of the What a Cartoon Show on Cartoon Network a while back. Oh my goodness. So Wow, interesting. Okay, so now we're kind of opening up a big can of worms here. Wow. Not a big can of worms, but a sizable can of worms. It, it, it's, you know what, it's a holster fry size of worms. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. Yeah, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. So Perennial Pictures provides this synopsis of Jingle Bell Rap on its website. The K-9-4 is a merry group of musical dogs that rap and rock their way through this colorful Christmas cartoon. In it, Fetch, Licks, Rollover, Bones, and Roxy journey back to their hometown for a special Christmas concert and a very special reunion for Rollover. Uh, okay, I... It was Rollover? Is that how we, it was pronounced in the show, or was it Rollover? Oh, I didn't hear Rolliver. I, I'm pretty sure it's Rollover. Okay. okay. Because dogs. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that That's going to be a common theme here. It's just like, this is a special starring dogs. Oh, yes. Please keep that in mind, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to come back to that quite a bit. But, okay. So yes. we have both Fetch and Licks are the guitar players in this band, and they're voiced by the same person, G. Brian Reynolds, credited as Jerry Reynolds here, who's also the writer and co-director of this. I'm not familiar with any of this voice cast, like I usually am at the, on this podcast. But most of this cast uh-huh. appear to be key players in this perennial pictures family. So Brian Reynolds here remains the president of the company, He's just dipping his hands in everything, and like this is his passion project. This is his baby. Yep. It's almost kind of comparable to like Lou Scheimer and Filmation, where he wanted yeah. to keep kind of keep it uh keep it close knit, keep it in the family, so he relied on his wife and daughter. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I suppose I understand that, you know. He, I can't. I can't really hate on that, you know. No, That's he fair. wrote all the songs for this. I counted three original songs that we'll get into as we get to them. Uh-uh. So Fetch appears to be the band's front dog. He's got dark glasses and what I wrote down in my notes is moosed up Uncle Jesse hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, except he's very, very good. All that's missing is a piano. 
and him singing forever every time he gets into an <laughs> argument with his uh, girlfriend. Except he's a common household pet, so Fetch's hair looks more like Hector's from the Cadillac Cats now that I watch this again. <laughs> Perfect, Hector. <laughs> Doesn't talk like him, though. It's just regular. He's just got. That's his regular voice. Can we, can we, well, okay, we'll get to the voice, um, the voice cast after, uh, you kind of introduce the rest of the characters, because I do want to touch on that. Okay, so we have Lix is a long-haired, sandy-colored dog on guitar who sounds like a beetle. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he looks more like, he looks kind of like Roger Daltrey. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Like a, uh, rock plant Roger Daltrey kind of deal. Yeah. And then uh, Brian Reynolds' partner in this company is Russ Harris, who provides the voice of Bones, the drummer, who mm-hmm. who's Sam the Sheepdog from Looney Tunes in a leather jacket. Yes, and the um, the Brad Garrett character from Two Stupid Dogs as well. Oh, you're right. I think you might even be closer. I went Sam the Sheepdog, but he doesn't have mm-hmm. that dark mat of hair over his eyes. It's more of a poof, so. Right, yeah. I and yeah, but you know what? I I think that that sheepdog, he's he's definitely got that like goofy kind of cartoonish sheepdog going on. So. Yeah, he's our he's our big lunk of jokes. You know what? If if this was done by uh, the guys who did American Rabbit, he would have been voiced by Lorenzo Music. Yes, he would have. He would <laughs> he would have eaten Garfield. He would have. <laughs> nice send back. Uh, we also have Rollover, our uh, aforementioned star, basically, voiced by Scott Tiring, or Tiring. Uh, who's Tiring. He's a, yeah, well, <laughs> he's a one-hit wonder. This is his only credit on IMDb. So no other yeah. perennial pictures projects. He just, I don't know, they must have just found a guy off the street, or he's just a dude they know. Or maybe it's a non-union guy, and it turns out to be like Johnny Depp or someone. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's Johnny Depp. I don't think so. No. Rollover <laughs> appears to be the bass player. He's a short beagle in a baseball hat and matching jacket. Uh, then we have Roxy, who's the band's manager, voiced by mm-hmm. Rachel Rutledge, whom the perennial website credits as their first employee and now former head of the Ink and Peyton department. So they have the animators voicing characters in this. You know that doesn't surprise me. I feel like that's kind of a like like I, I made the um the um the the comparison to like filmation. Mm. It doesn't really surprise me because the budget on this movie is very clearly you know twelve dollars, and <laughs> they kind of had to squeeze in as much as they could. So. This was clearly a labor of love by the tiny crew of something yes. like twelve people. Yes. With exactly. that in mind, the animation is pretty impressive. For that tiny budget, uh, you it's know, not I great, but I mean, it's better than no. Witch's Night Out, which we watched for Halloween. Correct, you're right, and that was uh, a very beloved episode, indeed. Um, I, I, you know what? I'll give you that. I'll say that you know the, the animation is better than Witch's Night Out. There's a lot. I, I, I'd say that's its strongest point, but it's still subpar. Um, I just. They, this is the point in the show where I kind of turn into Tom Likas and I start taking uh, breaks <laughs> okay. and just start sighing. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else is going to get that uh, get, get, get that uh, Tom Likas reference. Um, if you don't, it's okay. 
Um, it's probably for the best. Um, but <sighs> the animation was probably the highlight. I would say that you know, like I like I kind of alluded to earlier, the voice acting was definitely its weakness. Yeah, I guess it it has the same problem as like an American Rabbit, which was feature yes. length, which had even more of this problem. But it had to set up its own universe in like twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know, quite frankly, I, I, it, there's a we're overanalyzing a children's cartoon ladies and gentlemen well but the fact is there's no time there's no introduction to these characters other than the little mtv thing at the beginning yeah you know uh, and that's and then, our that's our final voice actress right here uh the character is named collie flower collie oh like the dog because dogs voiced by Lisa Rowe Ward, now known as Lisa L. Buto, who stayed with the company to do additional voices as far back as 2007, which okay. appears to be the last time this website was updated. Uh, but she worked on a kid's cartoon called Crawford the Cat that they appear to mm-hmm. be very excited about on this website in 2007. Well, it's, it's it, I'm assuming that Crawford the Cat is the reason this website hasn't been updated because... None of us have heard of that either. Well, so, that explains a lot. It does. And, you know, uh, the the voices are just, uh, I'm sorry, but it, the, the voices are just something that just, they sounded like they were mumbling half the time. Like everybody in this kind of just sounded like they were kind of just really speaking low into the microphone and. You know, anything after this, you can just like overmodulate it, you know, so just keep doing it. It just, <laughs> it, it, it just really. <sighs> anyway, well, <laughs> Cauliflower is a VJ dog who's probably supposed to look like Kennedy, but I immediately thought this is Janine Melnitz, but a dog. Um, I think Kennedy's a good, you know, comparison, but, um, there was another girl on a, on MTV. I was going to say HBO MTV, and I can't remember her name. But I think she came like later, and I, it's bothering me that I can't remember her name. So Kennedy is, yeah, Janine is also a very good comparison yeah. because well, uh, she's got the she's got the short hair like Janine. Yeah, and Ghostbusters was starting to wrap up too. So you know, yeah, I guess. And there's another little um, very. There, there's another character in this that was inspired by another character from another show, and I think you'll be able to know who I'm talking about. But we'll get to him in a moment. We sure. But I, I feel like you know there, there were a couple. Let's kind of borrow designs from other things in this. Could be. Uh, I mean, they certainly got away with it because no one saw this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But Kali gives us a hot dog tracks music break on our cold open with our title tracks Jingle Bell Rap. Okay, here we go. It's the aforementioned dog band, the K94. That's K, the number nine, hyphen, the number four, because there are four of them. Mm-hmm. Doing a mm-hmm. rap rock version of Jingle Bells. And you just get the little MTV style video credits in the corner. This song is apparently on an album called K9 Christmas. Produced by Holly Wolf Records. Because mm-hmm. if we haven't mentioned it yet, dogs. Dogs. All dogs. Definitely and dogs. And I'm kind of surprised we didn't get a line about how 
you know, hey, we've made so much money or like uh, when they're talking. About, I'm surprised they, they didn't talk about money and they were referring to it as bones. Oh, it was right was there, a, guys. Yes. And by the way, is it just me or was was that Jingle Bell rap that they did? There was no rapping in it. It was just kind of like uh, it's just kind of some uh, generic rock. Some something safe for the kids. The backing music is definitely more rock, as is most of this band's music. But they talked in a rap sort of way during part of this. They had that part was like okay. jingle bells, a jingle bells, a jingle 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 bells. It's like oh it's it's gosh, that late eighties okay. rap. Like it clearly sounds like a bunch of suburban white kids rapping in nineteen eighty nine. They don't explicitly oh. do this here, but the style sounds the same. Where like every kid's rap begins with announcing your name and that you're here to say something. Yes, it's, it's Barney Rubble going. I'm the master rapper and I'm here to say <laughs> I love fruity pebbles in a major way. He loves fruity pebbles in a major way. <laughs> yeah, I. It, it it reminds me of any time a sitcom had an old white guy trying to rap. And it really just looked like uh, everyone's granddad was like kind of trying to figure out how to walk like a Frankenstein deal. <laughs> it's funny because the exactly. nerdy guy said, word to your mother. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, Kali explains in her news break that fans are going to any lengths to get close to their favorite star. And we see a stalker fan hiding inside a giant Christmas present. And the whole band picks it up and throws it out the dressing room. This isn't even plot. This is just an introduction to the band uh, to kind of yes. explain the story in 30 seconds that the K-9-4 have a big Christmas Eve benefit concert planned in their hometown of Barkersville. That's in West Virginia, right? Dogs. 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 They end the news break before they go into the actual opening credits by announcing what's coming up next, and it's the most 1990 animal-slash-music pun I've ever heard. Mew Cats on the Dock, here on Hot Dog Tracks. Mew Cats on the Dock. We never hear about that again. That's just a joke they threw in there before they actually start this story. Of note, the S in cats is a dollar sign. And and what did she even say? Really? They're cats. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. They're like, what are they doing on here? They're cats. But right after the credits, we jump right to the band on the road in the big old tour van with their name on the side of it. It looks like it might be a tour bus, but to me, it looked like the Gadget Mobile. Yeah, it looked like either that or a uh, a, uh, garbage truck to me, kind of. In a way. <laughs> uh, it, you know, it kind of, it had that, like, sharp angle like a garbage truck. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get to the driver, uh, who's Arfur. That's Arfur with an F. Because, again, to reiterate, <sighs> dogs. Dogs. Okay, so I do have something to say. Did you notice how Arfur kind of sounds like Vin- a Vince McMahon? Hey, are you guys going to get me a Christmas present this year? I didn't, but you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> He kind of had a Vince McMahon-ish kind of like, all right, guys, we got to get this done. We got to get this done now. Oh, okay. Just, he sounds like Mr. McMahon. Mr. McMahon. Thank I'm thinking you. this is 1990, so I'm thinking like happy announcer Vince McMahon because I was a dumb kid and had no idea that he ran the company. <laughs> well, kind of. He kind of had that excitable Vince McMahon voice. 
Oh yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking a about. A little. And but he I, I feel like there was a mixture of somewhat of a Vince McMahon in there. Wow. <laughs> I wanna sing in the band and I'm driving your van. <laughs> oh, I love it. Look at them. They're dogs. Maybe they were trying to do McGruff. Oh man. Oh, oh now okay. Alright. Driver wants to sing in a band. He doesn't even get a credit in the cast on the company's official website, so who knows who's voicing this character. But Mm-mm. Everyone in the band, along with Roxy, their agent, is sitting around telling stories about their childhood Christmases, except Rollover, who's sitting in the back, quietly and sadly, looking out the window. And they ask him about Christmas mm. memories with his dad, and there we have Chekhov's estranged parent, kid. Mm-hmm. Ooh, nice. <laughs> but the rest of the group is concerned that he clams up every time they ask him about Christmas. So there's our plot in 60 seconds. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us tonight. Oh, wait, we're not. We're the Colt Film Club, and good night. We- <laughs> thank you for listening to Down the Rabbit Hole. Uh, I'm, your ho- I'm your host, Jeech. Uh, thank you for calling. Oh, wait. Good morning. Good morning. But we then fade to downtown Barkersville, where everyone's getting ready for the big sold-out concert on a nearly ground-level stage in what looks like a tiny park in the town square. Oh, for crying out loud. (laughs) This is just... (sighs) Incredible. It's all right. incredible. There's a large snow-covered tree directly behind the stage, so that's pretty. So they're Mm -hmm. trying to... It's the hometown boys. It's... It is, yeah. Sweet little They're showing character. support. They're showing some love. Go. Good for them. So Now Roxy has to hold auditions for Santa Claus for the show's tree lighting ceremony, and they're all terrible. Oh, atrocious. It's just, Absolutely terrible. Because they're all caricatures of characters that aren't really recognizable characters. It's just, Mm-mm. they're all saying ho, 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 but not as Santa. Ho, 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 ho. No, 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 no. I hate auditions. Next! Ho, ho, ho. I don't think so. No. Like as a character of nothing. Apps, just terrible. Like this is, I I, I mean, I know that we're only like 12 seconds into the special, but this is where it starts to fall apart. Really? With the Santas? No. Oh, I was just saying 12 seconds in general. But, you know, with the Santas, here's the thing, is this turns into your, uh, your typical sitcom montage you see the uh people you know holding the auditions like getting tired and they're like oh do you believe this oh yeah that's roxy the whole time and she just she cranks that up to 11 just her annoyance where she's just like next (laughs) it's so ridiculous (laughs) all that is happening while the band is practicing backstage and they're playing a song which has no rap in it so it's just one jingle bell rap Mm-hmm. That's the title of the special. It's it's almost punk rock, but not quite. You know, uh, if I was to... Uh, yeah, kind of. If it was anything, I'd say it's Garage Band, kind of. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I but, could hear. 
I could absolutely hear like a garage band covering it or like something mm-hmm. like it's like a late 90s punk band doing a cover for a cover comp. Like a Strokes yeah. or something. <laughs> the Hives. <laughs> but while they're practicing, a line for Santa Claus editions forms outside and up walks Chekhov's estranged parent himself. It's got to be Rollover's dad. <sighs> Looks just like him. Mm-hmm. Wearing our wide brimmed dad hat, pink scarf and olive oh. green winter coat. By the way, this is how Mike uh, actually dresses on his days off. It's true. <laughs> I dress like that to work. What are you talking about? Of course. I am sorry. You're absolutely correct. Well, Dad explains to the guy in the back of the line that he hasn't seen his son in a long time. And the guy in line points out the audition sign saying, maybe you can meet your son. So he ponders this and walks off. As do the band members after rehearsing just the one song. And one by one, they zip out of there. To go reunite with their own families, leaving Rollover by himself. Mm-hmm. So. Boy, oh boy. I, I just, wow. <laughs> you got feelings <laughs> about this. I, I you know, I, <laughs> I, I just, I, I, on a podcast. I, I'm, I am, at, yeah, I mean, how often does that happen on a podcast? Yeah. It never happens. <laughs> Great audio going on. Thank you. <laughs> we cut to Fetch walking around town who suddenly spies Rollover walking into a hotel, which he finds strange because it's their hometown, so he doesn't know why he's not going home. So he passes by the Santa line and we see a quick glimpse of Rollover's dad donning a fake white beard, so we know what's going to happen there. And then we see Rollover moping on a hotel bed until Fetch knocks and asks what he's doing there. He goes, it's a long story, but Fetch has time for his buddy, so we get the story. Uh, Well, we get the end of the story first, so here he's flashing back to the night that they decide to take their band on the road. And he goes home to tell his dad, and dad's having none of it. Mm Mm-hmm. He said there's no security in show business. He used to be an actor in a carnival, and he said it was a hard, miserable life, and he told Rollover he couldn't go. So it's this kind of story. It It is, and quite frankly, uh, it, it, it's pretty forced at that. And uh, i got to be honest with you, I don't mind the story, because I think, you know, when done well, this, this works. Um, by the way, mm-hmm. did you notice uh, that Rollover's dad looked rather familiar yes (laughs) we're flashing back to the night in question so this is how many years ago they don't tell us but rollover's Uh dad is in there looking exactly like homer simpson with dog ears Mm, thank you he's got the white shirt the blue pants even his fur is yellowish with a five o'clock shadow in this flashback for some reason interesting how that works isn't it that's just so fascinating (laughs) it's almost like they did that on purpose and stole from a character design. It could have been. I mean, this was season one of The Simpsons. Right around this time. Wait, yes, no, 91, right. 91. But they made it in 90, so season one of The yes. Simpsons. So it's still yes. uh, bumbling dad Homer and not mm-hmm. not goofy Homer yet, and certainly not jerk Homer yet. Yeah, it's it's, it's still the everyman Homer. Yeah, so. You know. He's so. being every dad here, too, but. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Rollover, meanwhile, is dressed in a red baseball cap, a bolo tie, and a matching suit jacket with a super long coattail. 
to represent the coattail they were trying to ride uh, that belonged to the Care Bears. It's true. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but Rollover's trying to explain, being in this band is important to me, but Dad says, it's no life for you, you're going to stay right here in town and go to college and become a doctor or something. Something that's important. That's right. Or go with the band and never be welcome home again. Which, it, th- this kind of turns into like the Twisted Sister video. <laughs> what do you want to do with your life? I want to rock. <laughs> it's just so that makes so much more sense now <laughs> you improved the special chad by explaining oh. that for me i don't know why i didn't pick up on that i didn't pick up on onto it until now i gotta be honest with you <laughs> there you go see we're learning so much about ourselves tonight exactly <laughs> but that's the last straw rollover leaves and rage declaring he doesn't have a father anymore and slams the door so hard he breaks the glass window. Which is pretty impressive. It really I mean, is. that takes skill. I've never slammed a door that to the point where I broke glass, and I've slammed no. a fair number of doors in my day. Oh, so have I. I mean, I've, I've made the windows vibrate, but never have I, you know, actually made them break. He's got wow. some strength behind Tiny Dog. He's the tiniest one in the band. Yeah, not bad. Uh, but Chad, did you notice during this dad-son fight scene that they played a sort of psycho violins version of Jingle Bells? I didn't. I did not. It's there. What is it to come back to anyway? As far as I'm concerned, I don't even have a father anymore. I was so focused and distracted by the fact that he looked like Homer Simpson <laughs> that I just really genuinely didn't notice anything else that was going on. And, uh... Gotta be honest, I kind of want to go back and revisit this and listen to it. <laughs> well, back in the present, Rollover admits to Fetch he said horrible things to his dad and he wishes he could take it all back, but now it's too late. But Fetch tells him what we as adults, canine, human, or otherwise, always say stupid garbage when we're hot under the collar, so. Yep. Again, collar, dog. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> Dog. And he also tells Rollover he's one of the lucky ones because he's got a chance to fix his problem before it's too late. <sighs> I'm well. I'm glad they didn't go. Th- they kind of go there, but they didn't go there. Mm-hmm. It's just like you know, you don't want to stay angry and this be the last thing you say to him before he's gone forever. It's true, but it gets a little uh, oh, shoehorned and corny. It is. So. But they're. I mean, they stretch out this conversation to a lot of he won't listen, you won't know until you try. And I get it. It's like the special is now getting the vibe of an after school type of Christmas special. Mm hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, I, 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 as we talk about it, I mean, the story's good, you know, and, you know, it's a, it's a nice holiday. Well, we're not done yet, but, you know, it's, it's a, it's a nice little, you know, holiday story so far. I'm on board so far. (laughs) Chad, I don't know if you have a relation like this with anyone. I don't with my parents, but I had a good friend stop speaking to me when I was a teenager because I'd become a full of myself idiot drama queen. I'm still that now, but only slightly less full of myself. But I apologize. Nonsense. (laughs) Nonsense. It's true. I think we've all been here. I think we've all had that friend or, you know, even a family member that we've, you know, kind of had this, uh, I think this is a relatable thing, mm-hmm. you know, so. But, I mean, not with my dad, but. 
Well, yeah, well, I mean, you know, I... Uh, there are people yeah, out there couple, who right. have this, but... Sure. Oh, absolutely. I'm not downplaying that at all. Oh, no. Um, I, I don't want anyone to think that I'm, you know, making light of that. It's just, oh, it's kind of done in a corny kind of way. So... Yeah. But, but I apologized, and we're good friends again, so happy ending here. Good. Yay, that's that's great news. I I, I, I I'm a, you know, honestly, sidetrack, I'm totally big on closure. So I always like to, you know, eventually, you know, wrap that stuff up as well. So There you go. Yeah. That's yeah. So that's always that was, been pretty important to me. That was a long you know. time ago. That was like twenty years ago, but hey. Yeah. I'm still going strong. Stuck with you though. Stuck with you. <laughs> Well, Rollover finally starts to listen and asks Fetch, do you really think there's a chance? And Fetch replies, hey, magic things happen on Christmas Eve, in his very Uncle Jesse way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't think that's intentional. I think he's just, all right, we need Cool Guy in a Band, and it's just, that's what Cool Guy in a Band was in 1990. <laughs> and they just, both this and Full House got it exactly right. Or they just came up with exactly the same answer despite being on opposite sides of the classroom. Exactly. You know, and honestly, as as much crap as I give uh, Full House and, uh, you know, honestly, Uncle Jesse was a pretty cool dude, you know, on that show. So it, it, it kind of makes sense. And like you said, that's kind of the cool rocker kind of big brother wise cowboy look at that time. <laughs> Wise cowboy. I don't know why I never made it. You're not wrong. I actually have to credit that to uh, our buddy and my uh, TPIF uh, co-host, uh, Tommy Coombs. He actually well done, explained Tommy. it as um, one time. The wise cowboy definition is like uh, Dylan in the last few seasons of 90210, where all he does is like sit around and give like wise advice. Hmm. So <laughs> that's kind of what this was. <laughs> so... In the 80s, it was a janitor. In the 90s, it was a cowboy. Yeah. Just just hanging out in a leather jacket with a pompadour. And, <laughs> uh, you know, it, it, that's kind of what the 90s was all about, kids. There you go. <laughs> and meanwhile, back at Santa auditions, everyone's still terrible. Ho, 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 darling. Hello, you little beasts. I mean, you darling little children. <laughs> yep. Just uh... atrocious. <laughs> until we finally get to Rollover's dad, who is, of course, pitch perfect. Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night. And Roxy's relieved. The others had made her just audibly groan and scream next to each one, but here she comes up to our mystery auditioner and starts kissing him on the face. She's so alleviated. I I mean, she. Uh, we, we can just not drive home just how relieved she was she was just so happy with this <laughs> i mean this is like you know telling your wife that you got a big promotion and you guys are gonna you know be making a lot more money this is kind of that kind of uh com- that's the best comparison i could make like oh my gosh just a, the, a huge weight off of uh, roxy's shoulders there you go to say the least the show is saved and in a textbook case of TV timing, while Dad's at the audition, Rollover returns home, hoping to find him, but he's not there. It's it's probably best to explain uh, the, or give the explanation that the neighbor 
gave uh, Rollover why yes. he wasn't there. Yes. So he's about to knock on the door and a boisterous neighbor pops her head over the fence and explains no one's lived there since she moved next door not too long ago. And then she adds, uh-huh. way too matter-of-factly. Seems to me I recollect hearing that that fellow that lived there died or something like that. There was something like that. I don't know. I literally have no explanation to as why someone doesn't live there. Uh, maybe they moved, but you know what? We're, ju- we're just going to go with the thought that they died. Yeah. They either what? moved or died. I don't know. It's, it's, it, I mean, you know, moving is a little bit more logical, but, you know, let's go with he died. You didn't know him, did you? Uh, and the immediate horror that comes over Rollover's face is like another scene on The Simpsons where Ralph Wiggum's heart breaks and Bart replays it oh. in slow motion. <laughs> which comes later. So they're not copying nope. off of that. That's just, no. that's what happens <gasps> when your heart breaks. Wait a minute. What if the Simpsons produce? Whoa, wait a minute. What if they so. saw this and they were like, yo, they ripped off Homer, so we're going to show them who's <laughs> boss and we're going to rip off this. And this. now they're even? They, I'd say so. <laughs> <laughs> in my in my weird world, sure. <laughs> I mean, this had the humor of like a season 28 Simpsons episode. Oh, <gasps> wait. Okay. Time out. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's back up the trolley. This is not a rabbit hole I was expecting to go down, but here we are. That's copyrighted, and you know that uh, the folks at Nerd Lunch own that. Um, so here's the deal. This came out in 1991. Let's do the math for a second, okay? Okay. You just said that this is like a season 28 Simpsons uh, sense of humor, right? So Season 28 was 20... 16, I guess. Okay. So that's a good 25 year span. If you would, if you were a kid in 1991 and like, say you were like maybe six, seven, whatever you're of age that you could technically be on the Simpsons writing staff. Oh, I guess. Point. Huh? These, these are the things that I reach for as we discuss, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. <laughs> like what the one other person who's seen Jingle Bell rap had a light bulb moment in his head. It's just like, I have this faint memory of something, mm-hmm. and I'm going to use this sort of humor. It's like Chance Raspberry just came up with, uh, he was like, yes, I know this. I've seen this special. As, uh, we, we can use this sense of humor. Let's do it. <laughs> By the way, I'm a huge fan of Chance Raspberry, so that, that, that's, I'm, that's a I think he's the first name to come to mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, we turn from a built-in commercial break uh, to Roxy reassuring her now decked out in full suit Santa Claus that he'll be great for the tree lighting ceremony. But first, the concert's about to begin, and Fetch slowly enters the spotlight for a slow, sad ballad about remembering Christmas time in my hometown. Hey. You know, it's Christmas. We need to remember the kids. Here's a song about remembering the kids. It, 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 you can see, like, Donnie Wahlberg singing This One's for the Children, girl. like, on this corner of the stage. It's Christmas time, girl. It is. <laughs> well, we see Rollover has made the show, albeit with a sad look on his face, but it doesn't look out of place during this song. It's mm-hmm. hard to tell if this song is something Fetch wrote on the spot after hearing Rollover's story. 
because first we see a little overlay montage of family Polaroid pictures of Fetch's happier Christmas memories with his own family that have no place in being in this sad sounding of a song. These have no... These don't even have any place in the story. They're trying to create that universe. They have 20 minutes. That's how long this special is, because they didn't know how long different channels' commercial breaks were. Yeah, yeah, okay. Wait a minute. That's their way of, like, creating a backstory. Do you think that this even aired on TV? Or was it directed, like, VHS? It says syndicated. Okay, yeah, you know what? Okay. They just, you know, lost the records that they kept of where it aired. Yeah, yeah, no, that kind of makes sense. But then we see the same Polaroid montage for a much younger rollover and his dad, so... I, I don't know if this song was written on the spot about them or not. Well, here, here's my here's my thing. Is, I mean, did he have this... I, I think that he had the song in the bag the entire time. But, like, going back home, it must have, like, set him off. Because, I mean, he was pretty... He was, he was able to kind of, you know, like you, like you're pointing out, he was able to kind of do this pretty quick, and he was able to kind of snap it together. Uh-huh. Um, I, I think he was just waiting for the right time. There you go. No time like the present. That's right. And as the song continues, we see both rollover and dad as Santa begins shedding tears, and we finally end to enthusiastic applause. There's a dude jumping in the background. Despite the saddest song I've heard since Christmas Shoes, except this oh, is no. way better than Christmas Shoes. Yeah, I'd rather listen to this than Christmas Shoes. <laughs> I gotta be honest, the guy that was celebrating and he... Oh my goodness, it, it's like Christmas morning for him. <laughs> He's got like the big wide eyes. It's just one dude. It's like a bad crowd simulated in a video game where one guy in the back is really hopping up and down excited. That's what this is. It's like um, the, the the fat guy in Purple Rain that just starts, like, crying. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> well, after this song, Fetch goes to introduce Rollover to sing the lead for Jingle Bell Rap. But Rollover has just run off stage telling Roxy he just can't do it. Mm-mm. His dad's right there behind him as Santa Claus, as he explained... He was told by a neighbor that his dad was dead and he can't get the chance to say he was sorry. At this point, you know, it's a little too coincidental. It's a little too coincidental for my take. Well, Fetch hasn't heard any of this. So while he's trying to improvise on the mic, he drags Rollover on stage. And Dad tries to follow them. But Roxy's Roxy's like, whoa, 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 whoa. It's not your cue yet. Mm-mm. Santa says, I think I can help. <laughs> and all he does is go out there, gives the crowd a ho, 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 and then whispers to Rollover, Merry Christmas, son. And that's it. That's how it's revealed. Just Merry Christmas, son. Hey, how are hey, you? How are you hey, doing? It's me, your dad. I was here the entire time. Hey, everybody. Merry Christmas. <laughs> hey, son. Yeah. Hey, I'm about to resolve this entire show in a tiny whisper. Yes. <laughs> There is another part that we left out. Oh, what? What did I miss? We left out the fact that uh, Rollover tells the drummer, hey, don't get cute. No, no, no. That comes later. Oh, that does? 
that comes at the end because he was just uh it comes during the tree lighting oh my gosh you're right i'm yeah, all out of right. order no we're good I we're good we're good so sorry no. <laughs> well i mean the special doesn't help because again they just wrapped up an entire plot with a tiny little whisper merry christmas son mm-hmm. like and it's dad 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 Dad! It's my dad! Santa Claus is my dad! I mean, my dad is Santa Claus! Hey, everybody! This is my dad! (laughs) He's like, Dad is Santa Claus! My dad is Santa Claus! (laughs) (laughs) It's just my heart through three sizes, and it's just, I'm sorry, special. That's essentially it. It just kind of turned into, uh, whoops. Uh, We kind of ran out of ideas at this point. I don't know if they ran out of ideas or just ran out of time. You know, I mean, between, you know, this scene and that weird Morrissey song that uh, Rollover was singing, I, I, I got to tell you, I, I think that they were kind of just grasping at straws. Could be. Yeah, but. just hodgepodge. Yeah. Uh, but Dad tells him, Dad, Dad explains, I didn't die, I just moved. Oh. Chad, what happened here? Um, I don't have an answer. I didn't die. I just moved. What? Then why didn't you like what? Well, they weren't talking to each other. I understand why, but it's just that's yeah. just a funny way to explain. I'm fine. Everything's great. I didn't die. I just moved. Suckers. Yes. <laughs> well, of course, both apologize to each other, and Dad tells Rollover he's very proud of him. It's it's mm-hmm. very cartoon makeup scene. It's very sick, early, late 80s, early 90s sick. Yeah. Just, I keep going back to Full House, but it's very get in here. No, I, yeah, it is. It, it, but I, I think it's a, yeah. It works. A, it works right here. It really does. It really does. But that tells Rollover he's very proud of him. Something I tell my kids all the time when they earn it. They gotta earn it. You gotta earn it. They do, but it's sort of a fine line between don't overpraise your kids for every little thing and never go to bed angry, which Absolutely. is what this special's trying to avoid. Absolutely, which I, I think is a good message, especially for kids. Um, and I think, again, I think that it it has a good story. It's just so much is crammed into one thing. Like this would be a Christmas episode of a series. It wouldn't be a one shot. Yeah. You know, you know, that would have worked – this whole plot would have worked so much better with an already established character from some mm-hmm. show. Oh, man. And I, I feel like, uh, you know, there there were – you know, we keep going back to sitcoms, but I feel like that there were sitcoms that did just this exact storyline. And I – gosh, I, I don't know. <laughs> Or some variation of it, but... Yeah, pretty much. That's all right. It works as well as it's going to work with the situation here. They're trying to establish characters. They're trying to put out this Christmas special. And it's a heartwarming little thing that we've come up with here. Yes, exactly. Uh, And you know what? Just wrapped up kind of early. Yeah, it really did. Like this... You know what? If they had been given more time... For this special, and it was like maybe, you know, an hour-long special, mm-hmm. I think it would have played out better. But I'm going to be 100% with you. Mm-hmm. I was – I this was a special that I was just like, you know, I've waited this long to see it. Maybe I should have just, you know, let the mystery 
<laughs> envelop itself oh, and uh, just, you know, <laughs> stay where it was. <sighs> wow. After our heartwarming kind of wrapped up early, but who cares reunion, we get to our main event, the Jingle Bell Rap itself. The draw. Yes. This is the story of a band in a broken down truck. We were late for a gig. We were down on a luck. When wet to our double ticket, people should appear. But the funky old man and his present reindeer. But as the song begins, we hard cut to them performing it in the music video. Because first you see Rollover rapping the lyrics while he's holding the guitar like he's on the stage there. And then seconds later, you see him and the band off to the side making shocked faces at actual Santa Claus who, according to the song, gives the band a lift on his sleigh after their van breaks down. What? So, that's what? fine. That's like, that's a very 1990 Christmas song. Hey, Santa. The band broke down. We're going to get a ride from Santa. <laughs> I'm surprised that wasn't on the New Kids on the Block Christmas album. Okay. I have a debate with my friend. Was there a song where, like, Santa uh, is, like, singing, or, like, the new kids are like, Santa fell down and burned his butt and stuff like that? Yeah, it's part of Funky Funky Christmas. (gasps) There we go! Funky Funky Christmas. I couldn't remember the darn song. Oh, you couldn't remember the name? Okay, I thought you were thinking it might have been some other song on the album there. Yes! No, that's definitely part of Funky Funky Christmas. Speaking downstairs on Christmas Eve, I saw a sight that you just wouldn't believe. Say, Nick! Isn't that the song that they did with Arsenio Hall and they had him like rap? Possibly. It is. It is. They they went on the Arsenio Hall show and they want they uh they they roped uh, Arsenio into singing or rapping with him, and you know he didn't do t- a terrible job. He's Arsenio, so I mean you know he 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 should probably stick to just you know what he's doing. <laughs> uh, if that doesn't belong on everybody's uh, Christmas playlist, <laughs> I don't know. What you guys are hopeless if that's not on your Christmas playlist. But language. Ah, oh, thank you. I apologize. <laughs> His tushy. The one with Beverly Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> but that was just a hard cut to the video, and I didn't understand what was going on there. Yeah, I mean, it's a little uh, unusual that they decided to use that. Um, I, I, I still don't get it, yeah. but God bless them. Okay. Aside from that confusing hard cut, I feel the need to point out here. Despite everyone in the band being dogs, Santa is human. He's the only human in this special. Correct. And they don't show the mother. I wonder if there was, you know, uh, maybe there was a trouble household. Maybe there was a divorce that... <gasps> Wait a minute! Oh, what do you got? Okay. Either the mom died or the mom and dad divorced. And we were going to learn about that later on if this became a, a, a you know a series or a successful uh, franchise could be, and that's what you know kind of uh, helped lead to the argument between uh, Rollover and his dad. Could be. I mean, mounting pressure. I mean, let's be fair. All right. You know, I mean that because that doesn't seem like a, a just a one-time you know argument between right. father and son like i'd have to imagine that there's a lot more to that argument than what we saw 
Well, yeah, we came in in the middle of that argument, so there had to yeah. have been. You know, and that, that, I mean, normally, if, you know, uh, the mother was in the picture, I mean, both parents would, you know, kind of be there for that discussion or argument, as it was. And I don't see the mom anywhere around here. So I, I, I'm assuming that, you know, maybe a divorce or sadly a death. No, this is the happy ending. With, <laughs> with yes. the rap. The rap has that same storytelling rap vibe of like the fat boys and early fresh prints, except, oh, you know, bad. Bad. Dogs. <laughs> but dogs. But we end with Santa, rollover's dad is Santa, not out of place freak human Santa. Uh-huh. Flipping the comically large switch to light the Christmas tree. That's when we have Bones come in. How about a little drum roll, Bones? What do you want me to roll it to? Don't be cute, Bones. Yeah, that was a weird line that they kept in. I, 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 I don't see how that served any purpose. It's just, it's, again, that's like guy in the rock band sort of knock it off. Hey, cut it out, huh? It cut it out. Oh! <gasps> and we're back! And we're back! <laughs> well, uh, we finally end with Rollover admitting to his dad with regret that he doesn't have a gift for him. And dad reassures him, I think we both gave each other the best Christmas presents they could ever have. And we close the show with everyone in the band, including Arfur, who's on stage for no reason, Singing, we wish you a Merry Christmas. And that's it. That's the whole special. That's how it closes. Short but sweet. Mm, I can respect it, sure. I didn't hate it. Thanks, Chad. I I gotta be honest. I, the story was it was was sweet. I just I I I, I hated it. Aw. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Don't apologize. I'm again, I, I this was Charming in its own little way. Okay, charming is a very nice way of putting it. I think you built it up in the right way where I knew what to expect coming in, Mm -hmm. but then I set my expectations super low, so I was pleasantly surprised. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. thanks for that. You're very welcome. And honestly, um, (laughs) this is one of those specials that I am – I'm conflicted on. You know, I joked earlier that I'm not surprised that a lot of people didn't, you know, don't remember this. But at the same time, I, I, I'm kind of surprised we've never seen or heard like anyone drop a reference to it on Twitter or, you know, on Facebook. And because I feel like someone out there would be like, oh, yeah, this is totally the special we'd watch or, you know, something like that. Yeah, it, it's, it's not just, like a lot of other things we've done on this show. We did Witches Night Out back in Halloween. Uh, mm-hmm. There's an episode we did a couple days, a few days ago on Twas the Night Before Christmas. That's the Mouse Christmas cartoon. Mm-hmm. Like, they all have those niches, but they all got played and played and played on channels like the Disney Channel. Mm-hmm. Whereas I've never seen this before. So I think it was never. just they didn't chop it around enough or something. Because Disney would have played this. Disney, oh gosh, yes, they would have. Oh, they would have hopped at this opportunity. Are you right? kidding? It's just like, all right, we got filler. Bring it on in. Sure, we got a card. You know what? Do you remember in the in the mid to late nineties when Cartoon Network would kind of um, do their um, oh, what is it? They're like their Halloween or not Halloween? Excuse me. They're like Christmas marathons, and they would just 
you oh, know, yeah. too random. Yeah, this, this totally would have been on in that wheelhouse, I feel like. I wonder if and, it did, except it was at like two in the morning, so I never saw it. Mm, you know what? You're, you're giving me an idea because I actually have a tape from the 1998 marathon. I, I, I just left it on, on record all day, and I know that I think Pac-Man was on there. I think um, – and, uh, you know, honestly, I, this, this, I, now that you're saying, oh yeah, it, it would have been like a, you know, a, uh, you know, 3am or whatever that totally makes sense because it, at that point they, they, it wasn't just a, uh, you know, a paid, uh, programming at like, you know, three or four or five, whatever you want to do. This is a genuine, you know, Cartoon Network was 24 hours. So they would throw things, you know early in the morning that you wouldn't really see any other time. Mm-hmm. So, so interesting point. Maybe. But this, believe it or not, is available on Amazon Prime. Uh, <gasps> it's available on Amazon proper, but only at like a used VHS cassette last I checked. Mm-hmm. You can watch it if you have an Amazon Prime account. Interesting. So you can just find it other ways. It's not difficult. <clears throat> Well, if people want to find you on the internet before some stranger tells them you might have died, where can they find you, Chad? Uh, next door to your house moved out. <laughs> Move. um, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Horror Movie Barbecue, and of course the Horror Movie Barbecue. I'm sorry, HorrorMovieBarbecue.com. I messed up my own website. Oh, that's almost as embarrassing as the time I accidentally called our friend uh, CT uh, Pax. <laughs> oh my gosh oh i'm just not winning um but yeah come on by uh it's it, it's it's gonna be a fun christmas season on the blog and i'm sure i'm gonna have plenty of uh my my pet monster uh christmas photos uh there to post go. on uh twitter he can <laughs> well. the santa hat oh sure absolutely perfect Chad, thank you for recommending this. It was a fun watch. You know what? I'm glad that we got to watch this. I'm glad that we got to cover this. And thank you so much for having me on. It's always a pleasure to uh, sit here and prop my feet up on the ottoman here in the uh, Advent calendar house. So thank you. The Advent Calendar House is part of the Christmas Podcast Network. To find more shows like this one, visit christmaspodcastnetwork.com. You love Christmas, sure. But sometimes the same old traditions are too... traditional. Sometimes you want to see Santa stuff a kid in his sack. Sometimes you want Christmas dinner to come alive and threaten you with knives and forks. Sometimes you just need Christmas to get a bit weird. Weird Christmas has you covered. Check out podcasts filled with annoying Christmas music, proof that St. Nick came from magic mushrooms, and talk about Christmas specials so disturbing you won't sleep for days. Now available on iTunes and SoundCloud. Weirdchristmas.com. Oh, oh, holy Mary, that's different. Next time on the Advent Calendar House... Look at little Nestor, he's got ears that drag the ground. They whispered as they mocked him, but he heard every sound. Nestor's heart was broken and his eyes were full of tears. If only there was something he could do about his ears.